You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time to go no huddle with a BetQL Daily 2-Minute Drill. All right, let's do it, friends. Chris Mack in for Joe Ostrowski alongside Ed and Aaron. Every single Friday, we get you some of our favorites for uh, statistical leaders that weekend in the NFL, some Moneyline Dogs. We'll call our shot on some of our favorite props as well. But we've got to start this week with college football. We bring in esteemed producer, Paul. Paul, are you ready for the two-minute drill? Are you ready to take over and lead us down the field successfully? (laughs) <laughs> Chris, I live for the two-minute drill. It's all I have I all week that I look forward to. It's true. It's actually true. <laughs> the enthusiasm in the voice. <laughs> yeah. So let's mix it up a little bit. Let's do some alt uh, some alt props, some long shots, maybe a money line dog parlay. I've got a couple circles. It's going to be an ugly week, I think. But we'll see. Um, but, David, let's get two minutes on the clock. And, David, let's hit it. We'll go Chris, Ed, Aaron. And we'll start with your guys' favorite college play of the week. Oh, my God. This is you're, – you're giving Nick Saban points in an SEC championship game. You're not just giving Nick Saban points in an SEC championship game, but you're giving Nick Saban – oh, it's down to five and a half now, so I'm not the only one thinking this way. It was six earlier. Bama plus the five and a half. I don't know if they pull off the upset. I think they will. I'm not guaranteed on that. I'm not sold on that. But at the very least, this is a field goal, last possession kind of game. Another instant classic between the Tide and the Dogs. So give me Bama plus five and a half. Wow. When we- Oh, sorry. Ed's next. <laughs> That's, no, no, no. Wow is good. Again, onomatopoeia. You know, yes. Big, big words. Uh, okay. So... Every year we say, wow, I can't wait for the chaos. Oh, what if this happens? What if that were to happen? And then it usually doesn't. And then we're disappointed because we get a little chalky. And so I would like to make money off of that chalkiness. How about a little parlay where Florida State wins outright, Michigan wins outright, Georgia wins outright, Oregon wins outright. Those would be your four teams in the college football playoff. If you put that money line parlay together, you get plus 245. That's my play. Love it. That is strong. So along those lines, not many people are picking Alabama to win outright, but I will. Jalen Milrow is out here yelling, give me the, uh, I can't even say the words that he was saying, bleeping Bleeping. Heisman. Um, Yeah, we'll, we'll go there. So he's ready for it. Well, he's going to have to back it up with his legs, with his feet. Nick Saban's going to do it again. Our good friends at BetMGM, plus 180 money line. Alabama wins it outright. That's tasty. 
I, I can I can live with that. No, Jalen Milrow, we are not giving you the Heisman. No. <laughs> nice, nice throw in the back of the end zone, but no Heisman for you. Uh, speaking of good elite passers, which I would not put Jalen Milrow in that category, at least not yet. Uh, let's move to the NFL and look at some weekly passing leader options. No surprise, Tua against the terrible Washington Commanders. Uh, pass defense is 5-1 to one as your favorites. Any names in there or down the board that you see value on to lead Sunday as your passing leader in the NFL, Chris? It's hard to get away from Tua at 5-1 to because I think he's going to have a huge day against Washington. But if I'm looking down the board for some value and I'm looking for maybe some passing props, I mean, what are we doing here? The Lions in New Orleans, Jared Goff, plus 950 to lead in passing this week and his prop is 258 and a half I think the Lions bounce back in a big way I said that earlier and I think Jared Goff has a big day against the Saints secondary so yes give me Jared Goff as the passing yardage leader this weekend in the NFL plus 950 and I'll take the over 258 and a half prop as well I really like that very nice very nice I wonder and this is more of a general thought Uh, before we get to my specifics because there are a lot of ugly games for which we were contractually obligated to discuss earlier in the program I wonder if maybe we can find some value here where a quarterback for a game that we don't care much about actually does become the passing leader and I think one of those games that we might be overlooking a little bit is the Steelers and the Cardinals, which feels weird that I'm the one backing Pittsburgh here. But I think Kenny Pickett at 35 to 1 could be the guy to finish with the most passing yards. It is matchup based. Arizona has been terrible against everybody. Mm-hmm. All of the receivers are healthy. We like the offensive play designers now. So you put all of that together. I think that makes sense. Russell Wilson at 22 to 1 may also be a good look because he may have to keep up with CJ Stroud. And look, the Texans might rely on the run a little bit more. So I think Russell Wilson could have a shot here. Gosh, I was also looking at Kenny Pickett. So let me think of something else. You know what? Maybe Biennemi cooks something up and Sam Howell has to do it again. They're obviously going to be playing from behind. What is his value? Oh, eight to one. Second favorite. But yeah, give me Sam Howell. We'll do something different. The Kenny Pickett love is amazing here. I'm, I'm, I'm floored. I'm floored by the Kenny Pickett love. I don't know what to think. It's just one week. It's just one week. It's okay. just because you're here. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, 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 we'll come back down to the just basically been later. trolling Chris all week. It's like, yeah, yeah Steelers yeah, AFC number one seed. Kenny Pickett right. passing later. This is, this right. is a Steelers show. AFC yeah. championship. Obviously. Right. Tuesday morning, Tuesday morning when I'm gone, you're all gonna have a real good laugh, that aren't Steelers you? Steelers team. Yeah, yeah. I, I've got the Penguins to win the Eastern Conference. Like this is huge. Oh jeez, now you're. Oh, there we go. Pirates. Oh, Jake's okay. famously on the hey. Pirates is like a, or maybe it's the Tigers. Yeah. I don't know. It's both. If 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 Tristan Jari <laughs> keeps scoring goals, anything's possible. True that. True that. Play the hits. Did I know that was a real hockey player before that mention right there? Probably not. Let's move on. Uh, if we're going to do picket passing oh. leader, let's look at receiving leader. Um, another one in passing leader that could be an option. Don't love the number, but Minshew Mania, 17 to 1 against a bad tech Titans pass defense. Uh, so the guy he would be throwing to would be Michael Pittman. He's in this mix for receiving leader. 
anyone else he's but he's only 14 to 1 uh any value on any receiving leaders for this week? yeah i'm starting to build a theme here guys i mentioned the lions against the saints uh amon ross st brown plus 850 this will be the theme for my uh stats leaders as well as any dfs i do this weekend i'm looking at the lions to put up points and to put up yardage so ARSB, Amon Ross St. Brown, plus 850. I like him. That's a good look. That's a good look. When I look at Team Air Yard Share for next-gen stats, Garrett Wilson leading the way at close to 50%. A.J. Brown, D.J. Moore, Devontae Adams, and Tyreek Hill. Those are your top five. Not far down the list is Michael Pittman Jr. I really like his over six and a half receptions prop. I think at 14 to one, that's also a really, really good look. And look, if the Saints are struggling every which way, and this is a great Lions bounce back spot, like some are suggesting, uh, I'm going to run St. Brown at plus 850. Yeah, it's not the best of value, but he can very well hit it, Aaron. All right. He hasn't had a huge game lately. But if the Eagles are going to stay in this game, A.J. Brown is going to have to go Mm. off. And he's capable of doing it. He's due, as Paul likes to say. You look at his game log, A.J. Brown is due. So give give me A.J. Brown as the receiving leader this week. All right. No love for Deontay Johnson or uh, George Pickens? Any of those? 90 to 1 is intriguing yeah. doing to me it is props only like 43 and a half why not <laughs> wow. D- didn't john daigle also say this could be a good jerry judy game he's 80 to yeah. one he did. if you want to go nuts. i saw that yeah yeah wow. i was kind of actually i was looking at like pick a texan any texan but like if he also said nico's gonna be maybe lined up against their tan like maybe take him out tanks kind of banged up those guys are 40 45 no brown third it's tough to pick one out um, Sutton, you fifty-five maybe, maybe to one. If we're looking at Broncos, yeah, yeah, I don't hate that look. Speaking of that game, I do like a play for rushing leader in that game. Devin Singletary. Ah, the number's not great. Devin Singletary, fifteen to one. But I, I refuse to just believe that the Broncos defense is fully fixed. Uh, we've talked about some of the maybe luck that they've been running into as a defense over this winning streak. But rushing leader for Sunday, Zach Moss, who he, he tore up the Titans the last time he faced them. He's your favorite at 5-1, to one, where we see some value here. Yeah, not a ton of value on Christian McCaffrey at 6-1, to one, but we talked about that earlier against the Eagles' rush defense. It's been absolutely torched the last couple of weeks. I would throw an eye, cast a, a glance in that direction, but if we're looking for more value down the board, it's it's... It's like seeing one of your kids take their first steps or as they get older, you know, all these coming-of-age moments. Arthur Smith, you remembered Bijan Robinson. Aww. <laughs> Bijan Robinson, 17-1. to 1. Um, I really like him against that Jets defense. It could be tough sledding, but I like Bijan, 17-1 to 1 rushing leader this week for more value down the board. John Robinson is the prodigal son of the ATL. This was the hashtag narrative that we have been waiting for all season long, and it's coming to fruition. Hey, you know what? When it comes to this Dolphins offense, 
maybe they want to run the ball on the outside just a little bit more. Maybe they're not going to be oh so cautious with Devon Achan. Like, that is a possibility. I suspect he will be. So maybe the approach is to just like both Dolphins backs. Raheem Mostert at 28 to 1, Achan at 30 to 1. Either either or the other may work out. And if you don't like any of them, David Montgomery at 12 to 1, in case they salt that game away early, he probably will get a lot of looks to carry the Lions to a big one. Well, sorry, Miles Garrett, but Kyron Williams says he's been feeling 200%. Not 100%, but 200%. And if my Rams are going to make the playoffs, they need him at his best. So <laughs> give me Kyron <laughs> Williams as the rushing leader this week. I like that go. play a lot. I mean, the, everyone yeah. talks about the Browns defense, bottom five versus the run over the past month. So definitely Ooh. some potential for him to have a big game this week. Uh, let's go Moneyline Dogs. Uh, let's go two to one or longer. I mean, you could take okay. the Eagles if you want. But let, let's have some actual fun with this, like the Panthers, Cardinals <laughs> of the world. Sounds like fun to me. Patriots, maybe. Favorite Moneyline Dog on Sunday? If you're taking Philly and Cleveland out of the equation, um, and I got to go longer. I, Carolina is worth a look. The the new, the, you know, the fired coach bounce. Um, we saw it work for the Raiders earlier this year. Other than that, uh, maybe the Packers at 220. If we think this is going to be a low-scoring game and it. the Chiefs receivers continue to struggle, that Chiefs offense can't find anything in the second half, maybe something happens where the Packers keep it close and Jordan Love does find a little something late and steals one at home. Um, that might be that might be the angle I would go if you're going to ask me to go two to one or longer is Packers plus 220. I suppose I could hold my nose and take the Patriots here just because the Chargers just find ways to lose close games and mm -hmm. somehow New England has a win over Buffalo so I suppose that that's a possibility uh, but otherwise Chris I'm going to tell you I'm going to take the Packers here in large part because look when we talk about the Chiefs and Pat Mahomes we just figure okay the floor is much higher than everyone else's floor. I'm not sure that's the case anymore because after Travis Kelsey, who do you really trust? Like Rasheed Rice, I trust, but he's also a rookie. So that is possible he could regress a little bit in a game like this against a really good Packers defense. And so in that regard, I think that floor is a little bit lower than we're used to. And maybe that puts KC on upset alert. Hmm. Well, not a lot of options at two to one or longer. So I, I'm not putting my money on the commanders. <laughs> and that would be wild if I went against the Steelers. So let me go with the Panthers. They get a boost this week and pull off something miraculous. Plus 205. Okay. So one of us may do something stupid in like a round robin money line parlor lay on some of these, like the Cardinals, Patriots, and Panthers. That pays 25 to 1. Oh, just putting it out there. That sounds uh, fun. Wow. That's tasty. That's the only like way to have fun with those teams. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. Um, so let's run a better fourth down play than the Seahawks did three different times last <laughs> night. Favorite interception prop, touchdown prop, uh, about a minute to go. What do we got? I absolutely love Lions Saints game at BetMGM right now. Uh, touchdown score, uh, prop. It, they have a combined, uh, Alvin Kamara, Amon Ross St. Brown over one and a half touchdowns at plus 190. Yes, please. If the Saints offense is dealing with the receiver injuries they are and they have to lean more into Kamara 
I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I like the over in that game. I talked up the Lions and St. Brown and Goff throughout this segment. Now, I, I do believe they're going to have a big day. Yeah, Kamara and St. Brown to combine for more than one-and-a-half touchdowns at 190. Give me it. Matt Stafford might be liable to do something silly, so I have him throwing an interception at minus 125. Let's go. It's not that crazy. But one of my favorite props, George Pickens, over 43 and a half. That's so low. That is. That is. Can Kenny get him the ball? That's the only question. Is Kenny get him the ball? Can Kenny we trust? Oh, oh man. You guys are killing me. Oh, I... I, I trust our lightning bets, I think. We'll tell you what they are next as we wrap up another edition of BetQL Daily here on the BetQL Network.